Hello, you're listening to Overwhelm is Optional. Hello, in today's episode, we're going to be thinking about what's the opposite of overwhelm. So if you're feeling horribly overwhelmed, and this happens quite a lot, what do you want instead? So I've been asking myself this question quite a lot because obviously I'm fascinated with overwhelm. So the opposite of overwhelm is even more fascinating to me. What is it we want instead of overwhelm? So I'm just going to run through my ideas and just see if any of them resonate for you. It could be completely different for you, but this is what I've come up with. So one of the worst things I think about overwhelm is that I can't think clearly. And this is why I see it as like the gateway drug to um, that horrible exhaustion stress cycle where we just go around flailing and get stuck. And we feel like this builds into burnout and that feeling that you're going to break down in public all the time, that you're surfing this verge of breaking down. Horrible, horrible place to be. Feels very out of control feels like it's huge waste, but you just can't see the wood from the trees. You can't think clearly. So to me, this symptom of overwhelm, this clogged thinking, this like concrete brain, sometimes it's like your brain even hurts from trying to uh, control all the information that's crammed into it or just trying to think, what is it I need to do today? It's like I knew there was something that I was trying to work towards in my life. I knew I wanted something better than this, but I just can't quite find what it was, what that vision was for the day or, or the year or your life. So that clogged thinking, that that inability to take an overview, take a step back, to um, really harness the power of our brilliant minds, I think that's one of the one of the worst symptoms for me because it makes me so unproductive and then I go around in circles and then I get more tired because I'm wasting my effort so that that horrible clogged thinking that heaviness in in the brain the opposite of that for me is clarity the time when I can actually see what's going on when I can take some space get this like bird's eye view and think okay that's why this keeps happening or that's what I really meant to be doing that's what I really meant to do that's what I really wanted for my life or just for my day or just for the next five minutes so that wonderful clarity when that happens oh man that feels good hey it's almost like coming home to myself this is who I am this is what I really want this is really deep connection with myself and my values rather than that flailing around in that horrible clogged thinking of overwhelm where really I'm just reacting to mainly other people's needs these external things whether it's you know email list with other people's demands or phone notifications or people (laughs) you know there's always something isn't there um so yeah that that clarity to me that's one of the biggest things that I want instead of overwhelm I want to be able to think clearly so that I can do what I really meant to do rather than realizing that another day's gone by that wasn't really very satisfying or I've just coped I've just got through and before I know it another month has gone and then before I know it another year has gone so 
yeah, that that is a big opposite for me. Clarity. Clarity that enables me to pause and really think. What am I doing with my life? What was it I meant to do? Has what I meant to do changed? Am I following an old dream? What's my new dream? And that for me means connecting with myself, with my deepest needs and desires, with my heart. And and that that is one of many reasons getting out of my head into my body is so helpful with overwhelm because it provides me with clarity. So for example, I've had a long-held dream to start a podcast. Um, to do it, I needed clarity. I needed to decide I was going to do it and just do it. That meant for me getting out of my head. It also meant a lot of dealing with fears, which is which is a whole other episode that I want to do. But yeah, so that the first biggie for me is overwhelm that clogs my thinking is really damaging to my life. And the opposite of that is clarity. Being able to step back and just pause, see the wood from the trees, the wood from the trees, yeah. And then have the focus I need to really do what I actually intended to do, but kept getting knocked off, you know, knocked off my pathway by all these other demands and getting stuck in that cycle of overwhelm. And that enables me to not only live with purpose and joy but also I can be super productive when I can get out of my own head it's funny isn't it get out of your head to use your head to be more productive but it's true hey when you can really focus the mind you can get loads done you can actually do the things that make the difference to what you want to achieve so that's the first one for me the second one which is completely linked these are obviously all linked the second biggie for me is exhaustion so when I'm overwhelmed I tend to get exhausted very quickly because I'm stuck in my head so I'm not listening to my body so I'm pushing my body I'm holding on to tension without realizing it and I'm often because I'm in this pushing mode because it's like I'm really overwhelmed if I just get this done and this done and this done then I'll get the time and the space to think and be able to rest, get some clarity and have a rethink. doesn't work. This pushing, pushing, pushing leads to exhaustion, which makes it even harder to get that clarity and think. And paradoxically, when I push, I don't know if you recognise this, and get into this kind of fraught overtiredness, it's incredibly difficult to rest because I've pushed so hard, it's like I've jammed my on switch and I can't switch off again. And I don't sleep as well. Not just that I don't sleep as well, but it's like my body's in this ready state all the time, ready to act, ready to react, ready to cope, ready to push, ready to survive. And being in that state, the nervous system switched on all the time, is exhausting, as I'm sure you know. So, and then, so it's not just that my body's in this ready to act state all the time um, it's also that because I'm overwhelmed and I'm lacking that purpose and that clarity to really focus on what's important to me I have this disconnection this disconnection from my heart and for what I genuinely want to do which means I'm acting out of alignment with myself with my values and I'm also 
not satisfied because I'm not really doing what I intended to do. So it's this incredible frustration all the time. And that is exhausting. It's just like it's just like flailing, going round in circles, wasting energy, wasting time, waste, 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 wasting missed, missed opportunities, all sorts of things. Because all I'm doing is pushing in this state of held tension. So the exhaustion comes from what is really the third thing, this frustration. Um, let's separate those two out. So we've got the clogged thinking and the opposite of that is clarity and greater focus. And then we've got this exhaustion from being out of alignment with what we really want to do, which means that we're wasting energy and we're holding on, holding on to tension. So it's like, it's okay, I'm ready, I'm ready to act, I'm ready to act, I'm ready to act. But actually you can't stay in that state because it just burns through your energy um, and we could link it to um, burning through your adrenals and, and all of the um, scientific research, which I don't want to go into at the moment because I just want to focus on thinking without looking at research, which may sound a bit controversial, but I really believe that your own experience is really, really important. Your own individual feelings are really important. So research might show that if you do this, stress results in this damage to your body um, and these illnesses. And you can go check that out, but then you get into a Google rabbit hole. And my problem with that is that results in even more overwhelm or it can do because we're back in our heads so as much as I love Google and as much as you know I used to spend hours reading about all of this stuff but I'm not convinced it helped me what's really helped me is just for a moment letting go just for a moment of all of that research all of that advice all of that stuff on the internet about how much damage you can do to yourself by by pushing through stress and just instead noticing how I felt personally individually just for a moment making it all about me that really helped me so I'm inviting you to do the same I'm inviting you just for a while to drop you know all of the the googling and the the looking for a solution with your brilliant mind can do that another time you can do it now if you want but I'm just advocating just for a moment starting from a place of your own personal experience because I strongly believe that the body has the answers that you seek and that listening to the body works so that's what I'm inviting you to do today another time we can look at the google rabbit hole but today What's going on in your body? How do you feel? So if you're relating to these symptoms of overwhelm, this clogged thinking, just see if you can imagine for a moment the clarity. When did you last have that clarity, the opposite of the clogged thinking? Was it on holiday? Was it years ago when you were much younger, when life seemed simpler? Just for a moment thinking about how this resonates with you in your body. So back to this exhaustion, this, this inability to switch off, this being in this state of ready for anything, ready for any emergency, I can cope, I'm brilliant, 
I'm going to get through this day as if days were to get through as if as if life was to be tackled to the ground and beaten down with a stick that is exhausting so to me the opposite of that the opposite of that is energy energy and I found that the best way to get my energy back is the opposite of what I was trying to do so I remember being really really exhausted and really frustrated and and you know trying to hack my sleep get better sleep and yeah that that does help but life doesn't allow us to control our sleep that well you know stuff happens it's not always possible it's helpful I really believe it is helpful to get good sleep hygiene where you're not looking at screens just before you go to bed and that kind of thing and having um, a comfortable bed and, and all of those things are incredibly helpful and I still draw on that because that's part of taking care of myself making it easy as possible for me to feel safe and cozy and be able to sleep really well but there's more going on for me than than that because energy I believe comes from the opposite of trying to get it it's 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 the letting go of tension that that creates the most energy for me so this bracing myself against the day was actually I think where I was using a lot of my energy plus the whole um pushing and striving and flailing because I was in this clogged thinking so I wasn't really always able to to focus with clarity um in fact I was rarely able to do that I think the way we use our body is really something worth looking at. So the common advice when you've got low energy is to improve your sleep and to exercise more. And as I've said on a previous episode, when I was really in a state and really struggling, exercising made me feel much, much worse. It's very difficult to explain to people who don't get this, who say, yeah, I went for a bike ride when I got home last night and I just felt amazing and I feel so much better today. Because of course they're going to recommend that to you because they're being kind. This works for me, try this. This is what I'm doing, isn't it? I'm saying this works for me, try this. We all do it. We all want to help each other. But but it's really important that you find what works for you. So if pushing yourself to go out and do some exercise works for you, brilliant. Because the body needs to move, brilliant. But if it actually adds to your whack-a-mole to-do list, makes you feel really guilty if you miss it. And more importantly, if it makes you feel worse, if it takes you three days to recover, then maybe that's not for you at the moment. Maybe that's something you can revisit. Maybe there's some other work you need to do, some other healing, some other ways forward. And one of the things that I really needed to do was to tune into my body and really start to identify where am I holding on? Where have I got so stuck in pushing and getting through that actually I'm using my energy to hold on? And that was quite an interesting process because actually it's quite scary. It's quite scary to say, okay, there's this tension here. I don't know if I'm ready to let it go. It's very emotional. You know, if that's got you through years, possibly, pushing, striving, you know, you've achieved your goals that way. I certainly had by yeah deliberately aiming and um 
working really hard towards something and I achieved a lot and it was really exciting and I'm really proud of that but I did a lot of damage on the way because I got stuck with my on switch on couldn't switch off again really hard to switch off again and what I discovered was actually within my body which was by this time screaming at me I was actually holding on without realizing it so this is something I do well regularly throughout my day now is just notice what's going on in the body and just identifying ah I'm holding on there didn't realize it I mean the easiest way to do it is take the typical parts where we tend to hold on to tension so the shoulders and the jaw are very very common places to hold on to tension and you can just notice this by pausing just for a few seconds even when you're in the middle of a meeting or you know you're sat at your desk and just notice the the space between your shoulders and your ears and don't you don't need to in fact I think it's actually unhelpful to deliberately push the shoulders away from the ears I don't I don't think I mean that might work for you but I think it's even more subtle than that I really believe it is more subtle than that the noticing when your shoulders have crept towards your ears is really helpful just the noticing but noticing with kindness noticing without judging so I call this neutral noticing so you just literally notice oh my shoulders are creeping up towards my ears just that just one second do that throughout your day or do it for one second every day for a week and see just notice notice when your shoulders are creeping up towards your ears another thing is the jaw isn't it we tend to clench our teeth this is a natural reaction but trying to unclench your jaw pushing the tension out massaging fiercely the tension out of your jaw can actually kind of just draw attention to the tension and make it feel worse because it's frustrating it's very difficult or impossible to push tension out of the body i tried lots of um you know deliberate stretching i'm a yoga teacher so i know how to you know there's positions you can get into to release tension on purpose but even doing that i've noticed that if i'm aiming with a goal oh i'm going to get into this position because this is good for this muscle and i know this will relieve this tension yeah it kind of works and it can be part of physiotherapy content and part of healing i certainly did a lot of work um had to do a lot of work with a sports therapist to do that but now what i'm finding is happening is if if i go into a position to push the tension out it's not as effective as getting into a position or even not getting into a position even just because there's not always time is there I'm trying to fit this stuff in without adding to your overwhelm just noticing so for example waking up in the morning and noticing how my jaw feels ah it's a little bit tight that's interesting just that 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 has a profound effect profound effect and I'm still finding it absolutely magical I'd still find it it's one of those solutions that's so simple and so easy I daren't share it because it feels like I'm cheating it feels like no that can't be really be a thing and yet I teach this and it has similar effects for the people I teach it to so I'm going to share it just notice don't try and change things just notice where's the tension in your body right now so backs often have a niggle 
and the niggle results in, oh, what's wrong with me now? Oh, that really hurts. I must do something about it. The doing is in, in the head, isn't it? It's the mind getting involved, judging it, uh, wanting to make appointments, wanting to take painkillers, wanting to find a stretch, wanting to Google it, wanting to have an answer, a solution, a fix, trying to fix stuff. Because that's what our minds do and they're brilliant at it. But it can it can get into this cycle of, you know, you get it fixed and then you come home and it goes wrong again. And then you're judging and then it's it's like there's always something wrong with your body. It's never good enough. It's never perfect. There's always something wrong. And this is a miserable place to be. So instead, what you could try is just noticing. Just notice. So just noticing the tension and just bringing in this curiosity Oh, that's an interesting sensation. And just being with that. Try that if you want. Works for me. Um, And this is also linked to the third thing I think is a biggie when we're stuck in overwhelm. Is this frustration. This frustration that we can't fix ourselves. We We can't stop the same things happening over and over again. So it's a cycle, isn't it? The overwhelm stops us having the clarity and the energy to sort ourselves out. And this becomes increasingly frustrating. And we're using, we know that we're going about something the wrong way because it keeps happening. And then we compare ourselves to other people. Well, they seem to have it all together. They're really good at, you know, they're, they're really good at their job. And they seem to be having a lot of fun when they go home as well. They have a life. Why don't I have a life as well? Or why can't I do this as well? Or... Why am I not more fun? Why am I not a better friend, a better um, sister, a better parent, a better dog owner, a better gardener, a better, 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 better. And this constant wanting to be better and wishing things were different, this frustration that no matter how much we care about something, no matter how much we really want to get the most out of our life, no matter how much we you know, love and, and want kindness around us. This this frustration of why do I keep getting stuck? Why do I keep feeling really overwhelmed and exhausted? It's just, it's just so annoying. It's not a good way to live. So yeah, that frustration, that I'm recognising a cycle, I'm really fed up with it. Or the frustration with our bodies, you know, not not ever being perfect, always having something to improve about them, always wanting to be able to rest better, eat better, move better, look different, feel different. It's just everything. We The mind will find something wrong. It's very good at judging. So that, that for me is the three biggies that overwhelm really brings up this frustration with being stuck on the same cycle even though we thought we had a solution that worked for a little bit and now it's not working anymore this complete exhaustion this this not being able to think clearly it's and then you get these tiny moments when oh i can i can see what's going on now this is good for me or i've got energy today this is wonderful and then it doesn't last and then we get back into the frustration so what do you want instead? What do you want instead? 
So I spent a lot of time thinking, what is the opposite to overwhelm? And I had clarity and energy, but overall, the one word that does it for me is ease, ease. That feeling at home in your own life, feeling at home in yourself, feeling at home in your body. So instead of judging your body and finding something always wrong, just feeling at home in your body. This is my body. I love my body. Taking care of your body. Feeling at home in your life. I love my life. I love the people in my life. I love my home. I love my garden. If you have a garden, I love my dogs if or pets if you have those I love there's things I love about my job even though it's frustrating and exhausting at times you know just being able to feel at ease allows for noticing the good around us it allows for appreciation which is deep deep gratitude it allows us to focus on the good stuff because no matter how bad things are there is always something to be grateful for there is always something to appreciate always so for me the opposite to overwhelm is ease and I mean a deep deep right into your gut your heart your bones your body feeling at ease and this is what I've been really really focusing on for the past few weeks I've just been focusing on feelings of ease so whenever I notice ease in my body I've been really tuning into oh what does that feel like ah it's like a spaciousness it's like a it's definitely an off switch but ease doesn't mean to me it doesn't mean so relaxed that you achieve nothing quite the opposite it means that I'm able to go from uh, on ready to do stuff to off so I can rest and then switch on again, on, off. It means I have that control again. It means I can purposely move from, oh, I'm really excited, I've got this idea for a podcast, or I've got this idea to write, um, to, ah, I've done that, and I'm. it's not perfect, but I did it, and I can appreciate myself for having taken that action. I can appreciate myself for taking another step towards my dream so it's that that for me is ease is that it's deep self-acceptance deep self-acceptance it's that I completely love and accept myself so it's that ability to hold the the things in our life that aren't right the things in our life the things in our body that aren't that are niggling us in the same way that we hold the things in our life that are really cool, that we love, and the parts of our body that feel really good. So it's being able to hold all of that in the same way. It's being able to have this, yeah, just this ease, this this is how things are right now for me. And that's okay. It doesn't mean the absence of, it doesn't mean accepting the life's crap and going, well, that's all I deserve. That's okay. No, it means this is who I am. I completely love and accept myself. And yeah, 
I've got dreams, big dreams, and I'm going all out for them, but I'm not going to do it at the expense of myself. I am no longer choosing to abuse my body by pushing through overwhelm and exhaustion and stress in order to achieve my goals. I'm going to do it with myself. I'm on my own side. I completely love and accept myself. I am at ease with myself. I feel at home in my body. I feel at home in my life. I love myself. This is who I am.